0: Welcome to the Succeed with Content Strategy podcast, the show that shares knowledge and insights into applying content strategy principles to your marketing and professional efforts. I'm your host, Rebecca Stewart, content strategist, content strategy coach, and co-founder of Content Academy. In this podcast, I share the latest trends and get the inside scoop from business owners, marketers, and content strategy professionals on how their content is propelling them forward. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, And let's start learning how we can succeed with content strategy. Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of the Succeed with Content Strategy podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Stewart, and today's topic is about how to advance your career with content strategy. So this episode is for those college students who are getting ready to send out their resumes. It's for career changers who want to figure out how they can advance their career, get out of what they have now and go into the content strategy world. And also it's for those who are marketing professionals, PR professionals, communicators, who need to understand that content strategy is an important part of their role and what it's gonna take for them to advance their career using content strategy. Before we start the episode, I have a couple questions for you. Are you a marketer tasked with starting and managing your organization's blog? Are you a writer who wants to become an exceptional digital copywriter? Or are you a content strategist or content strategist wannabe trying to stay on top of the latest trends and best practices? Stay motivated and find content strategy success by joining the Succeed with Content Strategy cohort. Sponsored by Content Academy. You'll be part of a diverse group of professionals who face a common challenge developing the best content strategy to achieve business or career goals. As a member of the cohort, you'll have opportunities to learn from leaders in the field. Ask fellow cohort members their opinions on ideas, trends, and challenges, and support others as we all try to make the internet a better, more organized space all through content. The most exciting part about this cohort is we're offering free enrollment from September to December of 2018. We're kicking off the cohort with those who understand the value of camaraderie, support, and community. To learn more about the cohort and to join for free, visit succeedwithcontentstrategy.com and use the promo code SUCCEED. So my guest is the woman who manages IBM's master brand Instagram account. It's a pretty big role. She's only three years into the job. She just graduated from college three years ago. And she relates how she got into the role, what she did in college to prepare her for that role. And you may be surprised, she didn't major in journalism or marketing. She was a psychology major, but she understood she loved the marketing field. And so what she did is she did the right thing. She networked, she did internships at big companies, and she... Took control of learning what it's like to be in the marketing space. She also talks about what it was like moving through IBM, starting out where she was and getting to her role. And she gives advice of how to do that. She got the job because she said, Hey, can I take over Instagram? And she did. She got it. Now she proved herself and they trusted her, but no one's just going to give it to you. You have to ask. She also talks about taking rest and constantly learning. It's always inspiring for me to hear people who are so rubbed up about their careers and have that, just that strong desire to keep moving up the ladder and keep doing a great job. You can find links that we talk about on my website, succeedwithcontentstrategy.com, and you can link to Nicole as well and hear how you can advance your career with content strategy. Enjoy the interview. My guest today is Nicole Shevlin. Nicole is a social brand strategist, and she owns IBM's master brand Instagram presence. So that's quite a big job. She has a lot of responsibilities with this role. She is responsible for content creation, um, curation, engagement. She reports for all the feeds, the stories, the IGT channel, And she's looking at teams, competitive and challenger brand analysis. She's collaborating with overall brand strategy across all social media platforms. So she probably has a lot to share with us about how she got started, what she's experienced, and what what advice she can give you all. So welcome, Nicole.
1: Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, so I'd love to learn about how you got started in this career. So I'd love to know like what you studied in school since you, especially since you've been there for three years, you're very fresh out of college really in, in the big picture. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, like you just mentioned, I've been at IBM for three years. It's my first year out of school. Um, I attended the university of Connecticut, go Huskies. Um, <laughs> and I studied psychology actually. Um,
0: Yeah. Well, I bet that actually helps with the understanding where people are coming from and the empathy that you need to have when you're developing content.
1: (laughs) Oh, definitely. People think, I think sometimes that um, in order to succeed on, on a team and projects like social media, it's just straight away from marketing, a marketing degree. But I definitely see my psychology degree and that background coming into play more than most people would think. So it's pretty cool. Do you get a lot
0: of eyebrow raises when you say what you went to college for and what you graduated with?
1: A little bit, a little bit actually. But then once I start the conversation as to like how I discovered I wanted to go into marketing and then kind of how I maneuvered through where I am today, it, it makes, it clicks with people a little bit more, but yes, to answer your question, the initial reaction is like, huh. Yeah. So what made you choose this career? So I don't necessarily know if there was a specific moment in time, but as I started taking more classes in psychology that were tailored to business and marketing specifically, I knew that was definitely something that I wanted to pursue and that I was interested in. So as my education continued, I started to look into and eventually took on a couple of different internships, one at Prudential, where I was helping with a lot of their PR and some of their brand strategy. And I knew that was what I wanted to do and how I wanted to grow in my career and professionally.
0: So when you were doing those internships, were you responsible for their Instagrams too?
1: Actually, no. Um, Social media was not part of my scope of work for them. It was just more higher level, broader strategy and PR.
0: Okay. Did you feel that that helped you, that it carried over for what you're doing now?
1: Absolutely. I think that just having that exposure to the different types of conversations that I was at such a, like in while I was in school and to understand the type of language that people use and the different parts of meetings and how for another big brand, how the conversations work and from beginning to end, how, I guess, an idea can come to fruition into execution and out into market.
0: Okay. So you graduate college and IBM is the first place that you work. You get your first job how did that happen?
1: A pretty simple answer. I interviewed right out of school. <laughs> I came across the job. I thought it was interesting enough. I am I am definitely a tech enthusiast. I particularly like B2B marketing because I really, I think it's so powerful to work for a company like IBM when you understand how impactful that what they do for the world. And that was something that I was looking for in my job and in my career. I wanted to work for a company, not only that's something that I was or a company that I was proud to work for, but for somebody that was truly making an impact in the world that we live in and being able to tell that story to the world that was something that I I was passionate about.
0: Right. So when you're going in for that interview and you're talking, how was that, how did you go through that process and convince them that you were the right person to hire for this role?
1: I really think It had to do with a lot of the translatable soft skills through my experiences beyond my just my internships in college, the extracurricular activities I was also involved in. And I am a true advocate in being obviously like hardworking and et cetera. But I'm very I think I would describe myself as a very curious person and I just want to learn more and continue to grow. And I think that was conveyed through my interview, is that I might not have every single hard skill that you're looking for right now, but I am really passionate about what IBM does as a brand. I'm really passionate about what that team, my first team that I was on at IBM, what they were doing. And I just wanted to learn and grow. And what specifically was that job? So I started off with, it was like a hybrid role it was a little bit of analytics, a little bit of database management, a little bit of social media, a little bit of content strategy all into one for a team called Think Leaders at IBM. It's it's evolved quite a bit now, but when I joined that team three years ago, it was a thought leadership platform for C-suite executives to come together and communicate with one another and learn from each other's experiences across industry, across positions, whether you were CMO, CEO, CIO. It's um, just like a forum for, for learning for them.
0: Oh, well, that sounds fascinating. I bet you learned so much just hearing from them what they had to say.
1: Definitely. I was privy to... Different types of conversations, not not as much in person, but through the website there's an interactive blog and things like that. Just like so being part of monitoring those conversations and understanding what they want out of their own careers and what their what their struggles are. And when you think that people at that level know it all and they and they don't, it was just it was interesting. Yeah, that's a good
0: point. I think ninety-nine percent of us are just going through life fake it till you make it, right? Sometimes <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned that you're using content strategy and I'd like to hear about how you see content strategy and how you use that to help you advance in your career.
1: Well, starting off, I didn't really know what content strategy was as like a, as a discipline. Once I started having conversations with peers and different team members or teams at IBM, it was kind of coined for me. And so I knew what it was, but I didn't know it was like an actual defined skill. But as I kind of got into that role and it, I saw the scope of other teams and what the work they were working on, I realized that this was something that I really liked and I wanted to pursue because it was kind of a combination between marketing and what I liked from a data and analytics background, but also like a creative background too. So really bringing those skills that some people kind of think is they're very disparate when they're really not. Yeah, you explained it perfectly and that's what the great thing about content strategy as
0: a discipline or just knowing it is, is exactly that, is that you can use your left side of your brain and your right side. Get the numbers and the data to figure out how what, how creative you can be and what types of creative messages you can form.
1: Definitely. Yeah.
0: So you started off with the think leaders and then how did you advance your career?
1: Um, IBM is so big So there's so many different teams and just, there's definitely a culture of collaboration. And as you collaborate with more teams, you naturally meet more people and new opportunities arise and different teams also. So that's one way. And then also it was just kind of a natural progression of what I found interesting and asking for the opportunity when I when I thought something suited well to my strengths. So that's kind of how I find myself in the role that I am in today because I joined the broader IBM master brand social team, but I really thought that there was an opportunity to grow and to contribute a lot to Instagram specifically.
0: I think that is probably the one takeaway anyone can get from this podcast, what you said about you asked for it. Is you saw an opportunity and you asked for it. That is, I think, key. No one's gonna just give it to you.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, that is for sure. No, because what's interesting, taking a step back, what's interesting about social media in general, where I feel like a lot of followers might might agree with me here, but it's viewed still as kind of kind of new, which is which is weird because it's been around for ten years. But with the constant social world evolving so quickly, everything is still new. Like, especially for Instagram, it's been around for what, like five, six, seven years. Every day, every month, every week, we're learning something new from our Instagram partners of how we can grow creatively or what's the new analytics tool or what's the new new native feature etc. So that's where I wanted to take my next step.
0: Well, and that's exciting to hear too, is the fact that you're constantly looking at how do we do better and trying to keep up with technology because Instagram, it seems like they have a new plugin or new way to get messages out every day. So how do you personally stay on top of that?
1: Yeah, a couple of different ways. One, I just mentioned, we have a close relationship with Instagram as a partner where we have conversations with them. But also I just I am an active user personally, and I'm also reading, there's a couple of different really great social media blogs that I read almost every day just to stay on top of what's what's newly being announced and how it works and what are the pros and the cons based off of what they've experienced. So yeah, those are probably the three ways.
0: Yeah. So I know the listeners would love to hear what those are.
1: I particularly like TechCrunch
0: and social media today. Okay. I actually had this from one of my directors when I was in the on the client side, and she said, you know, she told her story. As she said, when she was leading a marketing team, every day she would go in and read. Before she started work, she would read a blog. What's what's trending? What's happening? To so help her stay on top, so it wasn't as overwhelming trying to read 20 blogs in one sitting. So she did it every single day.
1: Of course, no, and it's definitely it's so easy to get consumed with your day to day, just like tasks, but it's always good. I try my hardest. Of course, it's not perfect, but I try my hardest every day to at least set aside 15, 20 minutes, not only to read those blogs, but just to read what's going on in the world, right? Because that can also play a key part in how we express ourselves as IBM, because I think it is important to have like a, a pulse on the world as opposed to just like having your head so in the weeds of what you are doing, because it makes you sound tone deaf as a brand.
0: So yeah. That's really kind of interesting, too. You said that IBM is so big. You're the social brand strategist of the master brand of Instagram. So how do you work with other team members within IBM to get the message out? Because you you definitely have to have a content strategy of knowing, here's here's the type of messages we're going to post. Here's how it's going to help our business. Do you have an editorial calendar?
1: Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) A, A very robust editorial calendar where we know for not only Instagram, but just across Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, what we're sharing, why we're sharing it. And we definitely collaborate across all different business units, whether that's IBM Research or Cloud or IBM Watson, to understand what their priorities are um, and how we can help elevate that story. And on top of that, not only just the business units, but also we have many different just global specific teams. So what's going on in their countries and in their, on their teams across Europe and Asia, et cetera, to help, help them as well. So we, and then we, as the master brand come together and decide what are the key business initiatives that we need to share for this week, this month. This year, those are all different kinds of conversations that we're having. Like we're already planning. We we have plans that are still underway for the next coming weeks, but then we have plans coming up for the next for well into twenty nineteen. I know people are asking, what type of calendar
0: do you use? Do you use Excel or do you use a, a software?
1: We actually use Trello. Oh, okay. Yep. How we organize it is. We, we work in sprints. We are an agile content team. I don't know if anyone knows what that is. So each sprint over the course of three weeks, we look at what is coming in the pike. And then we have in progress, done blocker, and then a couple of different other columns, which we can get into. But ultimately then every column has cards with announcement titles, with key events going on with social holidays, whether it's world, I don't know, um, what did we just celebrate recently? World Kindness Day. Exactly, like International Students Day, et cetera. So we have cards like that. And then we link out to tactical rollout plans. And and that includes assets and copy and data ta- tagging for the back end so we can report on it later and why we're sharing it. So every major campaign that we share about, we also include in those rollout plans, like why we're sharing about it and how it aligns to our mission as a team. So how easy was that for you to
0: learn how to do all that stuff? Because that's a lot of project management that you have to do as well.
1: There definitely was a learning curve for sure. It took some time, but I think that just staying curious and staying collaborative and being open to to feedback and um, just taking a second to To ask questions. That was the biggest thing for me, and one of the biggest learnings for me is to ask why we're doing it certain ways. And because I think being a newer content strategist, I had, I contributed ideas that we weren't always doing certain things the way we are. But when you have a new perspective onto something, then I actually changed some systems too. So learning those current systems in place was crucial, and it did take a little bit of time. But I think it was also being able to implement new systems based off of what I was finding. Or what I had found in the position that you're
0: in now—did you replace someone, or were, is this a new position that they put you in, and you just made it happen?
1: I did ask to to take over the Instagram account, but we work very collaboratively across the master brand team, and we all kind of help. Like, I also do help with Twitter, with Facebook, with LinkedIn, and so um, we kind of just shifted gears. Well, that sounds great. So what other type of
0: advice would you give college students just graduating or career changers of what it would take to get into a job that you're doing?
1: There's definitely a couple of things over my three years that I've learned. I think I already mentioned this, but like ask questions. There's not, there's no question that you should feel afraid to ask every person that I've asked what they do and what their day to day look like. They're always so excited and eager to share with someone who just wants to learn more about the industry. Another thing is staying positive and taking on risks. I was a little nervous taking on IBM's Instagram channel. That is a big responsibility. And in the beginning, I I wasn't sure, but I, I think as long as you work hard and you know to collaborate with the right people and collaboration is so huge. People have one year experience to 40 years of experience. And I think we're all learning from each other. So what do you wish you
0: knew on the first day that you started in this new role that, that, you know, now
1: I wish that I knew that there are so many opportunities that I don't even know exist. So I wish that I knew that it's okay to not have it all figured out exactly what you want to do in the next one, three, 10-year plan, but to have conversations with people and to be open to opportunities that present themselves. Yeah. Constant learning. Never stop learning. <laughs> <For sure. laughs>
0: well, thank you so much, Nicole. It was very helpful. And I do want to call out that not only is she managing this Instagram, she also has several awards. So she's given me all the awards that she's won for IBM. So how can people reach you?
1: Yes, definitely connect with me on LinkedIn or Instagram, either at IBM's Instagram or my personal Instagram, Nicole underscore Chevlin. Twitter, same thing as well.
0: Great. Well, thank you again. I appreciate it. And we'll be... Watching you advance in your career. It sounds like you're going to probably run in the show someday. (laughs) That's the hope. (laughs) Hey everyone, I want to give a quick shout out and say thank you for listening to the podcast. Now that we have a few under our belt, I want to reach out to you and ask you what you're enjoying about this podcast, how it's helping you, and also what type of topics you'd love to hear. So please reach out to us. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and our handle is at Strategy. You can write a comment on our website, SucceedWithContentStrategy.com. And I also would like to invite you to join our cohort we're extending the free membership for another few months so when you go to succeed with content strategy on facebook look for the groups page and request to join in there we have marketers writers social media strategists wordpress gurus who are having conversations about what's trending what's frustrating asking questions giving ideas and talking about their successes So I invite you to continue the conversation through our social media channels and be a part of the team. So we're all here to learn from each other and make content strategy the key to our success. Thanks for listening.